What's up, y'all? Welcome to another Dope Life Podcast. I am your host, Coach AJ, and let's get into it. Today's episode, I gotta say, like, I've literally watched many, many, many web series with this person on. So it's kind of dope that I've met her, and now she's hopping on the podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, give a round of applause for Crystal Moment. Hey! Welcome, welcome, Crystal. How are you? How have oh, you been? Man. How you living? Life be life in. I've, I've been pretty good, considering, Ooh. like, finding a lot of gratitude every day. It's, it's, it's a good time to be alive. That's it. So before we go ahead and get into it, where can they find you? Put you like tell your handles um, and all of that. Okay. Social media. Uh, so anything like Crystal Moment. So like Crystal Moment, Facebook, Crystal Moment, uh, Crystal Dot Moment on TikTok and Instagram. Okay. Okay. So again, welcome and thank you for having having you here on the Dope Life Podcast. Before I get into it, y'all, I am congested as shit. <clears throat> Your girl got a cold going on, but I'm going I'm to power through it. I'm going to power through it. So if you see me like coughing and stuff, just know I'm going to take a shot of rum and have some lime and honey after this. I'll be aight. Uh, <laughs> so like um, I was watching one of your lives, well, like I think it was like last year, and I noticed that you were, you relo- relocated. So I have, like, I'm just curious, like what ultimately made you, besides America being kind of ghetto, but what also ultimately made you want to like relocate to a completely um, different country? So- Essentially, it was because America is is pretty ghetto. <laughs> um, but also, what added to it was just kind of like the idea of of trying to maintain this what we all have found to be soft life or claimed it to be soft life, and what that looks like for me. Mm-hmm. So, like, I don't, I personally don't believe that it's okay to have to like work to live or live to work. Like, I I want to be able to work and find peace in my work and happiness in my work and not feel like I'm pressed to do it so much that I can't survive. I I felt like survival Mm. was something that was really important to me when I was living back stateside. And it got to a point where, like, I was I got really tired of trying to survive. It got to the point where it got really dark for me. It was like either it's either survival where I'm getting, where I'm actually breathing above water or I'm drowning, I'm, I, I can't take it. So it was lyra dot yeah. for me. And so after that point, and mm. I was like, spirit came to me after talking to my homegirl, I was like, you know, I, I had plotted on trying to move out of the country for quite some time, but I never really took it into real consideration until I had a conversation with my homegirl and I started seeing my, my one of my other homegirls um, out of the country and I'm just sitting there like oh, I wish I could do that and for some reason I was just kind of pushed towards becoming more remote and I didn't know exactly how I was going to do it because I was so wrapped up in doing face-to-face work that I was like there's no way I can be remote right and then for some reason it just kind of worked out that I just kind of taught myself how to do that and eventually I mm. kind of got real comfortable with working remote so comfortable, in fact, that I was just kind of doing it consistently. And I was like, oh, I could, I could possibly yeah. do this, but I don't know if I'll, I, like, I made a whole vision board and I was like, okay, 2022, we're going to move here. Yeah. Well, you did this in 2022, mm-hmm. like COVID time. So, ah, you know, okay. Like, we're going to move here. We're going to do this. We're going to do this. And this is a vision board, just a regular vision board. I'm just, my vision. Yeah, I, hear you, yeah. I didn't think that the tw- me putting 2022 on there basically 
manifested me to move in 2022. I was thinking these are my goals for 2022 to like mm-hmm. project into the future. Out of nowhere, right. I'm just sitting there. I'm like, yo, my lease is about to be up. This is this is getting really ridiculous. I, I'm really kind of tired of this, and I, I don't know what to do anymore. And one day I just sat there and I meditated, and I had a conversation with God. And I was like, I don't, I don't know. And I feel like I, I, I really need a sign to make this okay for me because I've taken chances yeah. before, but there were chances that were kind of more secure. Um, I had a conversation course, with my yeah. dad, and I was like, yeah, I'm considering uh, leaving, leaving uh, to move to Mexico. Like, what do you, what do you think about that? I was thinking about moving next year. He was like, why next year? And I'm like, I, I don't, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> he's like, why not now? What do you, what do you have to do? I was like, nothing. I guess. And so, and then it's like yeah. right after he said that, things just kept clicking. Things kept like just showing up on my. More and more signs. Yeah. Like, signs. 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 <laughs> I was just like, okay, okay. Yeah. And so before I knew it, I the, the lease leasing office sent me a message. It's like, hey, what do you want to do? And I was like, I guess I'm not renewing. <laughs> my lease. <laughs> and so that's essentially what happened. Threw my shit in storage. Drove my car to uh. Well, my friend came and got my car and drove it to Oklahoma. Packed my shit up, threw it in storage, and dipped out. Me and my doggie. I love that. That's dope. Ain't it? Ain't it crazy though? Like when you get those signs, and I, it's it's. I feel like it's nuts because we get those signs on a regular basis, but it's just kind of like we cloud all it with the just things, other shit all the time. <laughs> so we don't really see it or pay attention to it. And we're just like, nah, like, nah, I don't got this. And I, when you mentioned security, gosh, that hit home with me because I'm, I just went through that where I had to almost like, I had a conversation with God in my bed a couple of weeks ago. Where I surrendered. I said, look, I get it. You want to use me as a vessel. You want to use me as a messenger. I hear it. I'm done. I'm not fighting anymore. I'm not worried about the security. You've already protected me and taken care of everything. You've never allowed me to go without. So why would I sit back and not trust you? I surrender. That's all I, I just said. I surrender. I'm done. Like, I can't. You don't. When I tell you, God will whoop your ass. <laughs> when I tell you, he's like, listen, you better take a second to hear me. Because if you don't, I can make it. Remember, we're his, we're his children. Like, we're his children. Like, he will say, look, this, this yeah. child, I swear. Like, I know sometimes he'd be looking at me like, what you doing? Then I set you. What you doing? I know that for a fact. But if, okay, let's say, for example, someone right now that's watching, listen to this, they want to relocate. What advice can mm. you give them? <laughs> Any advice? Yes, I off. If you wanted to relocate, um, like, where does one start? Because you just packed up and cut with your doggy, but okay, like, so like I really consider the type of business that I'm in because I, I I do more of kind of a face-to-face type thing. But since I'm able to do a Zoom, it makes sense for me. What makes a huge difference for me is the time zone. That's something that really makes a difference to me. I'm not gonna lie, there are places that I want to move right now that <laughs> that I'm sitting there like, oh, I really want to do it, but I'm thinking about like how different the time zone is gonna be. 
and like time zones yeah. don't even stay the same in America. Like ghetto. <laughs> and so and so wait, wait, wait. What you mean they don't they change? Like, yeah, like, you like, mean like daylight? So where I'm at in Mexico used to be central time zone. Now I'm Eastern. Okay. Yeah, we're Eastern. <laughs> you're not like you're the Eastern. <laughs> I'm used to it. I'm sure. I'm sure. But like but like we have yeah. you know the time zones change. Daylight savings. It, it is okay. I'm gonna you roll it back, you roll it. I know, but it, it's it's ghetto it's, as hell. It's I, I will be honest, daylight savings is so detrimental to millions of Canadians. And anybody that deals with Eastern Standard Time could probably agree. Around this time of the year, I personally suffer from seasonal depression. I didn't it's have it. It's, soon as it's a whole thing. I was diagnosed. I was diagnosed maybe four years ago. Um, just a lot of change of events, and I was working underground. So let's say I'll give you an example. I I would start work at five thirty in the morning, and then I would have a work till like about nine thirty ten. So I got a little window of of snow and cold and sun. But number one, I ain't going outside because it's cold. Number two, I only have about four to three and a half hours to eat, <laughs> possibly work out, maybe take a nap, shower, and commute back to work. So I'd get back to work around 1.32, finish work at 5.30. It's pitch black. By the time I walk up those steps or come out of the subway station to get my car, it was black. And I was like... Then on top of it, I lived in my parents' basement. So which, where's the vitamin yeah, D in this the windows, <laughs> None. The windows were so small. And I was, I never, like, the, you know, Caribbean parents, they just shut everything up. Like, it's just, it was shut up. And I just remember, like, coming home and be like, did I see the sun today? Like, I'm confused. And it became a repetitive thing. And then, I, yeah, it was diagnosed with seasonal depression because... I wasn't getting any vitamin D. I was yeah, suffering. Like Alaska, we'd be messed up. Alaska's a little tricky because don't they have? Uh, there's like some days where they just have complete like darkness, darkness I think. and then there's days that they have complete sun. So it's like what, light, what and it's like how many days is it? that? I'm trying to think. I'm looking at my like blind curtains. I'm wondering if these things are gonna be good enough for those days. <laughs> Whether it's like complete, I don't think so. I don't think so. I would suffer. Yeah, you go suffer for sure. Absolutely. But hey, <laughs> no. yeah, I wish you would get rid of daylight savings. I think it's it ghetto. Is. I think it's it stupid. So they were thinking one, about that doing was it. One of the things that was just, really the most important part: yeah. the time zone change, making sure that I can align with that, and it wasn't going to be too hardcore on my schedule and what I yeah. need to be like comfortable right. for me and what I do on a day to day basis. Um, that was super important to me, um, and that's something that I kind of realized even more so recently. Um, what I would also suggest is do research. Do research. I I actually I had a friend that was already here that freaking made it so much easier. All right. Okay, that's so dope. That's but dope. Also, the community. There's also a, a huge, a pretty huge black community out here where like yeah, we, you'd be surprised. There's like parties that happen with all of us. Sometimes we have shindig box socials where we like throw some food together. There's one lady out here. Shout out to Shauna. My God, this woman put together like Halloween and like was it even was it Christmas? Maybe Jesus. That lady cooks like like her 
Oh, like her, she loves looked like the ancestors told her to love us. Ooh, that that is love. Some of that stuff being fused, but I'm like, yo, it's amazing. Okay. So like the community definitely like That's- added to the you know the decision as well because honestly, I don't really want to live in a place that doesn't have a whole like that lacks melanin. It is crazy because I I've been places like that and I and I the places that I'm kind of looking at I'm like oh I really want to go those places too but I I need that at yeah. minimum the community to be available to me yeah, so that way that. I can at least have my my you know my small conversations my small connections with people that are like minded right um, yeah also <laughs> so what you could do is try to sell as much as you can before you do. Let me tell you about storage fees. Because <laughs> I mean, I was going to say, you said you put your shit in storage, so I'm like... It hurts. It hurts a little because it's an extra bill, right? But it's a bill that, like, increases because you have to think about, like, the cost of living is increasing. This is this is a horrible time to have, uh, have storage. <laughs> I... I, I I feel because you have to think about it right okay so with storage storages they're basically there for when people move from one place to another most most of the time that's what they're used for right so you have to realize that like right now what's really high the cost of houses the cost of uh of apartments creeping the hell up people are moving back in with their parents right i know even my city is I'm blessed. It's but... crazy. It's it's more. It's really crazy in America too. So people are like yeah. skedaddling. They're like, "Yo, I'm gonna go move in with my mom, or I'm gonna go figure something else out." And even though I have this two bedroom apartment, I'm gonna stick this this in storage because they don't have no room for this here. Or they go try to find out a roommate situation. Yeah, it's like storage fees are going up essentially. So you have to take in consideration mm. that that's gonna be another bill that's gonna be coming out of your you know your monthly expenses right so that's one thing that i would consider or i would tell anybody that's getting ready to move overseas consolidate that shit get the smallest if you you need to get a the teeniest tiniest one sell everything that you can everything that you cannot put that in storage or put it in your car or something if you have a car whatever the case may be but get the teeniest tiniest one if you if you need one if you don't if you can sell and part with all of your shit do it. I'm just assuming you no, got the big ass one. No, I didn't get the one. big ass one. I got, oh. <laughs> I got, I got a, like, a, like an equivalent to like a studio one bedroom. But honestly, I'm getting oh, okay. ready to go back in like maybe a month or so and try to clear that thing out as much as I can. Like, I'm going to be clear it out. Like, I just, eh, it's not worth it. You need to get rid of it. Now I hear you. Because like I even said, if I ever had to move, I already know what I'm taking. And what I'm not, <laughs> I know what I'm sending down. And what I did, I'm not I sending. Have, down. I didn't mentally have enough time to do that because I had to decide. You didn't though. The way you're I had to decide it. on a whim. Basically, hey, I'm not. I'm not staying here. I'm not renewing my lease. But now I got to figure out right. what to do with all the shit that I have accumulated because there's a lot of things that over the, the years, yeah. Americans that want to be comfortable. There's things that we're used to that we need. To, we feel like we need to have on a day to day basis to make our lives a little bit more comfortable, right? So I, I man, I, I was just, I gave away stuff on my way out. I was like, yo, you want this 50, 50 inch? Take it, please. 
I think I would have done the same. Like, I, you know, it's so crazy because like growing up in my household, my my mom and my dad, you know, they migrated from Jamaica up here. So I, I don't know. Mm. They didn't have a whole lot. They don't accumulate a whole lot. But my dad doesn't uh, like throwing shit out. Word. That is the problem. And it's so bad that I remember vividly, my best friend gave me a coffee maker, but it didn't work. So like she got it as a gift. Someone gave it to me as a gift. I plugged the sucker in, it just didn't work. I was like, all right, whatever. So I went to mm-hmm. throw it out. I came home from work. Why did I find the coffee maker upstairs in my parents' living room? I said, Ma, I threw that out. Why is that here? Just like your father says he can fix it. No, the fuck he can't. He's not an electrician. <laughs> no, the fuck he can't. Like, you guys have a coffee maker. I think he had. <laughs> and the thing was, you know what he did? He threw it out. Why? Because he couldn't like, we, fix it. I told him. We've had this discussion. It's so. Let me tell you, it, he doesn't even know this. Good thing. He won't ever see this. It's so bad. <laughs> it's so bad that when I go to my mama's house and my daddy's house, she'll be saying, yo, put this in your car real quick and throw it out at your Because he'll try please. to hold it hostage. I'm like, and I'm like, all right, I'll do it. I'll... Yeah, I'm like, all right, I'll do it when I'm like leaving. Nah, put it in your car right now. <laughs> you got to be proud. And I'm like, I'm like. It's the truth. Till this day, till this day, like I told my mama, I said, "Look, let me tell you something. If you guys ever downsize this house, we are hiring people. Ain't no way. Me and my siblings oh, dealing with this. All. I'm so at sorry. All. Y'all had oh two gosh, months. I can't even imagine. Just trying to figure Your it shit. out. Mm, that's awesome. I mean, it, they've lived there since Forever. I was two or three. No, I was three turning four. I'm 34 now. So imagine how much shit they've accumulated. The only thing I still have at their house is my winter, my tires. That's it. I store my tires there. I ain't paying for that yeah. shit. They yeah. got a whole... They got That's space. fair. But, That's fair. You got the space. <laughs> but all this but other shit? That, it's all theirs. All the, and there's two senior citizens. What the frig are y'all doing with this nothing, stuff? Nothing. Nothing. The, the answer is nothing. <laughs> the answer is nothing. But that's the thing about it. Like maybe you guys would. Be, it would behoove you guys to like maybe every spring or something to just like pick a room and just clear that bitch out. So, like I said, what my mama does, she doesn't just do it with me. She hands stuff <laughs> to my brother too to bring to his company. You, your mama, right? your so mama like she's stupid. Pick one room and clear it out. My father, all right, so I don't know about um, your culture, but in Jamaican culture, Caribbean, we send down barrels. And it's like, we'll send down oh, stuff gotcha. for family members and stuff. And, you know, you put the essentials, paper towel, toothpaste. Those things are expensive in Jamaica, really? unfortunately, oh, right? Important. This, important. yeah, depending how they, yeah, some stuff is important. I just, I don't get it. Yeah. It's, it it, it could add up. <laughs> <laughs> the last one he sent, I saw my dad come down with a stack of hats with all the same logo on it. And I just said, why do you have those hats? Oh, they were giving them at the store and I picked up my glasses. Like away? Like giving so them away? Talk- yes. He's like, oh, he's like the guy, I think the guy was just kind of getting rid of him and he's like, great, I found someone. Tossed it to my dad. He never he wore one. <laughs> he never wore one. He put them shits in the... I don't know who is 
in Jamaica right now wearing Hakeem Optical, but somebody, somebody is there all up in there wearing Hakeem Optical. And if you're in my city of Toronto, you know Hakeem Optical. Like, I uh, love that man. He's an amazing guy, oh but God, Lord have that's mercy. That's really funny because I can imagine that's really a fucking thing. Somebody out there is definitely wearing that hat. They're like, there's a whole bunch of them because a, yeah it's sturdy man it's sturdy and i'm like all i'm thinking is the damn com the damn commercial your eyes can't sell it all at a chem optical <laughs> i'm just saying <laughs> oh man ah let me do <laughs> hey free promo in jamaica though hey Right? Let them come back up to Toronto and be like, Mini, you forgot I came up with the book there. I'm like, um, never mind. Anyway, <laughs> you kind of touch base. You touch base on like, you know, living other places, but the time zone, the safety, having the, you know, your tribe of people. Where are you thinking of like lo relocating? I'm curious. Because right now you're in Mexico. War Mexico. Yeah. So like, where else would you so, relocate to? That's crazy because like, when things start feeling shaky, you start looking for your exits, right? <laughs> so, like, I'm not saying it's shaky now, but, like, the, the value of the U.S. dollar fluctuates here. So every month, yeah, my rent has gone up over the last couple... Yeah, it's a thing. So you know how, like, in America... Wait, so Hold you know, on. like, in America, yeah. In America, you have... This is how much is your rent, right? In Mexico... Yeah, same say, here. Your rent is... 15,000 pesos. This is how much your rent is. Okay. Whatever that is in American, okay. that ain't got shit to do with us, this is how, this is how much, how many pesos I want. Right? Got it. So the conversion rate changes <clears throat> daily. Oh, mm -hmm. shoot. So I just showed this in, a, in the group that I'm in, but originally when I moved here, my rent was about 700. Right? Cause I'm paying 14,000. So over the course of, since I've been here, which was like, I've been here since early July, let's say December, January, February, I, I was like at 720, 740, 760. Mm -hmm. Rent is going up. <laughs> and it's just going up. <laughs> that shit is yeah. a little unnerving, right? When you're like, you're, yeah, you have an idea fast. You spend, you're like, this is it. Not saying that it's gonna get crazy. It's not like gonna shoot up to nine hundred. Please, Lord, just pray on it. But when you have a certain mindset of like, this is how much my expenses are. This is what I'm budgeting for. This is what I've got going on, and I live comfortably doing this, which is not a, like crazy. Seven hundred dollars for rent out here is not nuts. It's something that happens pretty often. I've known yeah. people that are living in places that are for four or five hundred that look a lot better than mine even. But they just live a little bit further wow. from the okay. beach. I prefer to live closer to the beach. So that's just how I am. But that's a whole thing. That's something that you would actually have to consider. So like because of that scenario, I was looking at other places and I was like, I don't I don't really wanna my shit here and now I'm probably I'm not getting a storage in Mexico I throw the shit away so I was considering Colombia because okay. I, I mean I'm already on Duolingo I'm about on my 100 day you know streak I'm doing really well 
and I'm practicing my Spanish very like a whole lot more. I'm understanding a little better. And Colombia does not play about Spanish. They are not speaking English. You better. <laughs> so mm. Colombia was looking real head. attractive because their their money's pretty steady. It, it's not moving anywhere. Also, the places that are out there, gorgeous. Prices are looking really mm. good. Right? I, okay. I'm looking for the more bang for my buck. At the end of the day. Of course. For, right? Yeah, I get that. And so it was between Colombia and then, of course, that time zone problem that I am having so much. What is it in uh, Colombia? So I believe Colombia, like... the time zone is it that different. I, I wouldn't be surprised if it was Eastern. Okay. Yeah, it's I was not, say, no, I think it's it's not very different, but that's why it made sense. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, Colombia, and it might be on my AT&T plan. Awesome. Let's do that. <laughs> it doesn't sound like it might be one of the yeah. countries that they cover. So I was like, okay, maybe Colombia. But outside of Colombia, I've always considered like Vietnam or like Bali. The only reason I didn't choose Bali is because of my dog, though. So there's that. So Wait, in Bali, you, <laughs> you can't come in with a pet. If you they they use these <laughs> they use this language. They said uh, if you bring a pet. Uh, it will be destroyed is the word that was said and that I read. And I was like, oh, uh, I've had my dog for 14 years. We're going to fight. What you mean? We're going to scrap 100%. Like, I can't put my dog's life at risk. I mean, he's older, but what the fuck? <laughs> so I'm... Let the dog walk gracefully if that's the case. The no, but that's the whole thing. Because rough. I think they have like an abundance of dogs. Like they have an overabundance and so they're like don't bring your fucking dog mm. here. don't bring your pet here you bring your pet here we're gonna kill it and i was like yo that that'll that'll that's a good enough reason not to bring them that's a good enough reason for me not to come that, <laughs> so, yep, yep, that, that that's a good reason not to go that 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 is 100%. yeah 100%. I, I mean when let they say they want to terminate the damn dog. They that is destroy was okay. the language they use. I was like, oh my god, destroy is basically murder. Murder. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't gonna say it. I ain't trying to disrespect nobody that's from there, but destroy is basically no, yeah. And then Bali's like they they're passing laws that are just kind of like really off the chain for me. So I'm like, yeah, Bali Bali was on the list, but they, I had yeah. to catch it. So Vietnam was always like, I've been to Vietnam before. Vietnam was beautiful. So I also, I was looking at Korea as well. North, South Korea was uh, Okay. I have a nice. cousin that lives in Korea. She teaches English over there. Listen, yeah. Korea real sexy. I ain't gonna lie. I was looking at some stuff today. I was like, listen. Look, I heard it's really not. It's I heard it's a good. They love black people. It's good living over there. I heard. Listen, they want to be us so bad, and they make fried chicken. Come on, so halfway. There's actually a huge um, dance hall community over there too. These I would never. So yeah. (laughs) Look it up. Like they love, love, love a dance hall. Love a dance hall, and they be doing the dances better than me because I I Koreans can't do are the, like no. people that they, are there that are black that dance there. Yeah, all the above. Yeah, 
I'm not quite sure. Like, ugh, I don't know. They adapted. Maybe it's, they adapted from, I hate to say it, the, the war. Oh, no, there perhaps? was definitely, listen, like, because Korean fried chicken definitely came from black people. Let's be clear. So I know, that's, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. So. <laughs> I was, because there are times where I'm like, yo, like, fried chicken is better than black fried chicken. I don't know what the fuck they doing. But they got this possible science. I have never had it. I have never had it. Um, never so had Toronto, I don't know if you've but Toronto, no. And it's all over here in my city. It's just a matter of oh, me going baby. and doing it and trying it. Am I missing out? No. <laughs> I will try it. I will definitely try it eventually. I go, I'll go. i get to oh, it. Oh, my God. We got like a whole Korean town here. I'm pretty sure if I just went on the strip, Pong, I'll just be able Pong to pick Chan something chicken. up. When I, used to, when I used to live overseas, like... Korean food was like that deal. It was on. Yeah, like, you know, it's crazy that you talk about Korea. Like, I remember there was a moment where I was like, I need to get the hell out of Canada. Yeah. I need to just, I, just, I need to pack up my shit and, like and go. Like, you know, it, was, it was just a better version. Yeah. Of it, you know, <laughs> yeah, like, I was really, like, looking into it. Like, I was heavily looking into it. Like, just primarily because the older I got, kind of like topping what you said, like, the softer life. I, I looked at like this, uh, you know, the ghetto of of being an adult. If I could somehow make it softer, <laughs> more tolerable, why not? Like as you said, I always say it too: life be life, and people be people in. And sometimes I rather, yeah, like I I rather just like you know choose myself for that moment. I rather as just you should, and you should have to choose because not, not having to like, work. Yeah, and I have to stick into the box that I always say, like, society puts you in a box. And I'm like, I lift that lid off many years ago because I just said, I can't do this shit no more. Y'all just, y'all are killing me. They will. They'll y'all kill are you, man, and man, they replace you. Oh, damn. Shit. That was just. Did you have to go it's with true. that? But that's where she I mean, started, I, like, I know. Figuring that out, once you realize, like, that's exactly how they will show you up. It's bitch well, like, right. I, I learned that when I was a server when I was living in Georgia. Like I mm. worked me to the bone. And then mm. like the bone, like I was working for at like Christmas time and like I threw my knee out or something. I was in pain. I was like, huh? Working. Working as working a server. As a server. You threw your whole knee out? pacing Damn. all over the freaking restaurant. Huge restaurant, yeah. way. and I'm sitting there like, "Yo, I'm exhausted." After Christmas, here comes New Year's. I'm trying to go somewhere for my birthday. Yeah, I'm trying to go somewhere for my birthday. They were like, "Hey, if you don't come back and work until um, Valentine's Day, then we're just gonna have to let you go." Bitch, what? <laughs> Listen. Chew you up, spit you out. Like they don't give a damn. Like loyalty and all that extra. Oh, is yeah. it family? No. Oh no, I'm surpassed that shit. I'm definitely surpassed that shit. I've told people all the time. I'm like, you think people actually they actually identify you by your first know. and last you name? Are, you are, are a number. number. You literally have employee number. <laughs> Okay, that's why they said like, yo, at my job, literally we have we call it a badge number. They'll say, "What's your badge?" I already that was the first time I knew. The first time I knew, I was like, All right. I was like, y'all bastards. No, All right, I get it. That's how they do. You I get it. Yeah, but I, it hit me. But like, you know, okay, so with me wanting to like move and anybody that's wanting to relocate, like, what benefits have you found that's like 
the benefits towards like your mental health and like what steps do you do to maintain it while being in Mexico and just being like in a space of like it's just it's not it's not your original home it's somewhere completely different exactly so like what do you do I I find myself definitely going out of my way to be more aware of like my mental health so every morning I do find myself like doing yoga and meditating and it's Mm. freaking awesome to be able to do that and like not freak out I think all day and stress out about bills because I think people like Mm. I think people like kind of have the idea that bills are just you know a byproduct it's just something that happens yeah but when you're you're constantly working towards trying to pay those bills off and they're every single month. Mm-hmm. And it, like, I'm, You're always and happen, I'm a yeah. type of person, like, I work for myself. So if I had, like, a nine-to-five where I knew exactly what I was going to make every, you know, every two weeks or whatever, I'd lose my shit because I'd be like, oh, my God, mm-hmm. I feel like I'm stuck in this forever. Like, this is going to, this is only what I'm going to be making for the rest of my life. It is. Yeah, I hear you. But then, like chasing after like that hustle, the hustle culture being somebody who is like commission based, it's it can be. I've done that. Yeah, exhausting. And so, like being able to have it's toxic also. To be honest, but just being able to like calm down and breathe and be able to take care of my mental health without worrying so much about the bills makes all the difference in the world and I can't stress that enough mm. like I, I that makes a huge difference because there are times where I wake up in the morning and I'm just like yesterday was a shit day um but today I'm okay I, bills are paid and I got money left over I could walk to the beach if I wanted to this mm. you know I'm getting good vitamin D it's nice outside I, I'm cold yeah I can't really complain. I could, could, I could complain, but I couldn't. What's the point? Yeah, but like, what's the point? Different mindset, and then it's always like an adventure every single day. So there are times where, like, I catch myself because I'm remote. I stay in the house for like a couple days, and I don't mean to, but it happens because like I'm remote if I'm working from home, or I go to a a cafe or something. But that's always like a whole adventure to do that. Um, and so sometimes I'll step outside, I'll be in the house for a couple of days and I step outside. I'm like, Oh shit, I live in Mexico. People are speaking Spanish right now. It's crazy. It's a culture shock almost every time. If I spend too much time in the house, I leave yeah. outside. I'm just like, Oh yeah. <laughs> See? <laughs> like like literally going back into my duolingo and like tapping back into it because you know i don't natively speak spanish so i it's right. really great to learn i'll tell you that that's fantastic amazing sure, yeah because you don't i mean you could get it in america america's like you know kind of mexico as well but but here it's definitely like it, it pressures you to do that um, but I do find myself like I'm in therapy every week. So, hey, my, yeah, I'm Me too. Every week I sit there and I talk to my therapist and I'm like, yo, at some point <laughs> we are going to be bi-weekly, <laughs> but we aren't there yet. <laughs> oh yeah. hundred percent. Like, yo, yo, 
every time. Something is going to make me cry. Something is going on this week, every week. And it's like, I, I don't even know how to explain, like, why am I in that, here in this part of my journey where I need my therapist as much. I'm like, I, I feel like a lot of people don't be in therapy this long weekly. But I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I would say, even as a coach, of course, like we want you to yeah, eventually, eventually. <laughs> but at the same time, I feel like what I've learned the most is you can't expect yourself to break down so many things you've done, like a pattern you've done yeah. for so many years. Like if you've been doing cer- a certain pattern for how many years, you can't break it down in like a year. It's going to take some time. It may take a little bit longer, right? It's the truth. Yeah. No, hard for, like. Because we have this mentality where we think like, okay, I'm in therapy. Okay, I got a coach. I'm going to be good in about six months. No, you're not. I'm going to tell you, I've been, I could say, actively healing for about 15 years. And I started in my 20s. So I'm about to hit my 15th year this year. I'm 35. I started when I was 20. It was just like a process of me just trying to figure everything out. And I was just, I I found that I was very different from everybody else. I remember when I was 18, uh, I contemplated suicide, deal with my, my suppressing myself and who I was and, you know, finally come to terms who I am and all these great things. And that's when the process started like, okay, why did my brain do this? How do I alter? How did I this? Did I make mistakes along the way? Of course. I mean, shit, like we all do, but you're also coming into a new chapter, especially when we're in our thirties. It's like, it's almost like we're almost reliving our twenties yes. in a different way. Yes. So don't feel discouraged. Yeah, it is. Oh Ultimately, the difference, so I always, I told my therapist, yeah, I told my therapist, I'm like, I feel like I'm in this chapter of when I'm in my 30s now, being 34, and I'm like, I'm in my 20s again, but I got money. Like, that's just basically what the case is. The 20s, <laughs> the 20s, I didn't have a lot of money yet. At this point, I'm like, Okay, I got a little more money, so I could do things that I want to do. I can experience life different. I could, you know, pack up and move to Mexico. These are the things, like, when you, especially, like, your your life changes a bit at 30. I think at least, like, I know people are like, are you scared to turn 30? I said, no, I'm not. I'm more excited. And then 31 hit, and I was like, fuck y'all. And then, <laughs> I was like, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. And then 32 hit. My 31 was straight dog shit. I don't give a fuck what anybody says. 30 was fine, but 31, I was like, fuck. But then, like, 32, 34, and now I'm about to hit 35. I'm like, all right, I'm getting a bit of a swing of things. So, yeah, I think that we need to just honor the fact that you're you're going through new chapters all the time. So needing a therapist week to week, I don't think there's anything wrong with that at all. Yeah, don't even worry about that. As a society, we tend to, like, you know put pressure on ourselves to like hurry up and get better or like this person did this yeah shit I, I mean I, I should hold a little grace for myself because granted I was coming out of a really crazy place where I was doing things differently with like even dating and um, and like just yeah. living my life as a whole just trying to figure things out because 30 makes you feel like you really shouldn't have your shit together and you don't <laughs> you're really, you're really no. trying to figure it out you know <laughs> I would have to say, like, like wholeheartedly, I blame every ounce of entertainment that I watched that was 90s, okay? All of it. Because them bastards made me think that by 30, I should be a little bit more, you know, like, 
bold fucking face ass lie because I remember, I mean, obviously the times were different. Economy was different. Like you said, the dollar goes up and down here in Canada. Our dollar for many years was straight trash. It's getting a little bit better, but the cost of living is just it's ridiculous. It's, here. It's, going up uh, like it's like, just, uh, yeah, <sighs> no, for real. It's the likelihood of anyone our age owning an actual home is so less than likely that it's either where some people are asking their parents for an advance on their mm-hmm. inheritance. How the fuck does that work? Okay. Well, if they co-sign okay. or something like that, right? Um, yeah. Um, other, other, other are just waiting for their parents to unfortunately pass so they could. I mean, but yeah, this, these are conversations. Plan. It's, it's unfortunate. Like that's where we're at. Like I'm just we're like, damn. So like Jesus. Because because we're, we're all just it's like, the truth. I just want to like, I just want to like live, and it, it seems harder and harder yeah. to just live in this generation. Like God bless these these like young babies because they be out here like fuck this. If the vibe is off, I quit. <laughs> like that bitch Jessica. She cussed me out and she felt like it was okay to talk to me like that. I am not her fucking child. I am her employee. I both work at the same place. We're both human beings. Fuck this. I'm out. Like, God bless it. And I'm the same way, which is why I can't have a boss. I have to be my own boss. If somebody else is my boss and they come to me, you know, crazy and sideways, I got to quit because you're not going to try to. Yeah, I hear you. (laughs) I've, I've had many a time. Where I've gotten in my car and oh God, I, I don't know what's on my dash cam because it records audio, but I know I cussed everything within those 10, 15 minutes drive home. Like, and it caught everything with either reggae, dancehall, or heavy metal or something in the back. I know for a fact that my dash cam probably no. has some footage. Fact, and that's crazy you know, because that's mad toxic. Like, you, you, in, you already left, yeah. you already clocked out. And you're in your car in your freedom. Yeah, right? In your freedom, in your car. Pissed because these motherfuckers are trying. And you probably harbored that all day because you couldn't really say nothing. You couldn't even do anything oh, about it. And I have. Like, that's just so fucking trash. Like, yeah. people need to start treating people like human beings. And I love this generation because they're not playing that shit. And I respect it. Like, I get it. <laughs> but also, it's like, damn, these motherfuckers really don't want a job. <laughs> Like, mm. AI is coming out, honey. AI is taking our jobs. Like, there's, there's, there's been times where I've been, like, at my job, like, and I harbor it. I keep it in. And the minute I, like, walk out that building and I say, yeah, good night. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Cool. I get in my job. I'm like, yo, bumble clock. Fucking, f-. like, I go off. But then there's been times where I just come home. I put my uniform in my closet. I go have a hot shower. And I, what I do is I call it intentional showers. Wash away the day. I wash away the day. I'm like, it's all going down the drain. I, that ain't even me no I get out. I meditate. I journal it our way. I'm done. Like, that's it. Like, it's not. I, I, I always tell people, I'm like, the minute I put my uniform away, I don't have a job. Mm. <laughs> I'm not an employee. You can't call me by my employee number. Yeah. This is my space. Yeah. Ain't nobody going to tell me that. And I've been living that way for the past like six years, and it made a huge difference. Huge difference. Less pushing in the car. Home. And I, was, I was talking about that with some yep. of the, uh, some of my agents uh, in my agency. I was just kind of like, "Yo, what's really important for your mental health is to separate home from work, because if you don't, you have you to separate it. Flash, you can't take care of yourself because, and you can't take care of other people. There's no way. 
There's no way to do exactly. your job and take care of other and, people if you, if you don't take care of yourself. Uh -uh. You come first. And I, I, the one thing that I would have to say that completely, like, I would say changed my life was putting myself first. And I know people would say, like, that's selfish and blah, blah, blah. I personally feel bad for mothers because they, you know, society's kind of made it seem like if by them putting themselves first, uh, you know, it's not being a mom. I'm like, let me tell you something. Do you know what it's like to go through your period, then give birth, okay? Potentially get your coochie cut, possibly shit on the damn thing. And then on top of that, I got to carry this child up and down steps and stuff. You know, teach how to walk. If, if it throws up, I got to clean it, all this stuff. It's it. a lot. Jesus. Ain't no fucking way. Ain't no fucking way. Ain't no fucking way. But, it, and that's why I say, like, I, I love coaching women the most, mothers particularly, because I understand, like, throughout life, you wear all these different hats, and then you kind of lose who you are. So I'm like, come to me. Let me help you find who you are again. But what's one thing that, if, if you're comfortable... What's one thing that you've had to pick yourself up with, like, zero help, zero support by yourself? Like, a situation where you, you had to pick up Crystal. Crystal had to just pick herself up, and that's it. With no support and no help. And also, what were you doing, if you're comfortable? <laughs> Shit. No, it's, if it's you don't not, want to talk about it, we so don't have to. not want to talk about it, but... I think maybe going out of my way to make the decision to, to leave one of my previous um, jobs or, yeah, IMO, a, a place that I used to work at, essentially. Um, I had to make the decision to kind of, like, choose myself because I was blinded for quite some time, and I didn't realize how blind I was until I stopped. Because I was running myself absolutely mm. ragged. And I didn't realize that I was because the, t the way the, the business was kind of set up, it's like, go, 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 run, make the money, you know, mm -hmm. five leads, run, make the money, da, 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 da. <laughs> and so it was just, a, it was just like, yeah, I guess hustle, go, get up, get up, hustle, go, 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 go. And so it's like, as soon as I, like, I, I forgot what I was doing, but one day I just like, I just stopped. Mm. And I just kind of sat with myself. I was like, what, what am I doing? Like, what's, what's happening? And then I, I, I think I, I mean, I, I pulled myself out of it because I, I went out of my way to say, okay, I think I need a therapist. Cause I'm going to, cause there are times where I'm like, I'm going to drive this car off a cliff. Like, this is going to happen. Like, it was really bad. And I was like, I, I, it was definitely when I decided that I needed to go get a therapist. After, while I was in the midst of that particular job. Not you saying that I'm wearing a sweater that says therapy works because it fucking does, guys. And I'm just going to see. Nah, like, honestly, as a... The first time I was diagnosed with seasonal depression, I remember hearing depression, and I was like, Ooh, oh, God, right, here we right. go. Because, you know, I think personally as, a, as black people, we don't really embrace that. We think it's for the week and all of that bullshit. Finally, it's becoming more accepting. Um, but I remember vividly, like, you depression, you're not depressed. Go depress them dishes, read a book, whatever the fuck, pray to God, all the stuff. And I'm like, Mina, as it works, you know, I understand that for many people, but I needed yeah. more. 
And I remember the first few sessions I had and I was driving home. Meanwhile, I just want to give a picture for you. I was in my car, not driving with no radio, no silence. nothing on. So I was listening to like silence. That and that's, that's not me. <laughs> I know, but for me, it just, it just wasn't me. I was just, and I remember my therapist asked me, what's the last time you listened to music? I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> I couldn't even give her an answer. I'm like, I don't know. And she's like, okay, I want you to drive home and listen to something. And I was like, oh, fuck, like, I don't want to do it. I bawled my eyes out. And also to Missy Elliott. Like, that's not something that, <laughs> it wasn't like I was into some, like, you know, romantic bullshit or something to make you cry, some inspiration stuff. I was the Missy Elliott and I bawled my eyes out because I had missed that part of me so much. So much. And that's why I'm a huge advocate for therapy. Anyone that attends it, I'm like, do it. If you feel like you need it, it's for anyone listening or watching this, please, like, just reach out, whatever. Do it. It's, like, one of the, I would say, the best decisions. No, I can't speak on behalf of her, but I can kind of tell your face. I can say that for a fact. Yeah. Sometimes 100%. 100%. That knows your story. Because you told them your story. They understand who you are and how you work. And they can problem solve mm -hmm. with you. It's like almost like having another you that's smarter and knows how to fix it. That's <laughs> like, I like for real. And even as a coach, it's like, I know this stuff. But it's having someone that is uh, doesn't have the blinders that I have you on. The, you can see the forest. And you I'm like, the yeah, because my therapist would be like, coach, like, I'm like, look, <laughs> work with me here. I ain't seeing it and I ain't hearing it. It's there, but it's not there. So you telling me is making me feel like, okay, all right, I could do this. This is, no, all right, I got shabby, you. Not too shabby, not too shabby. I got but you. 100%, like, I felt like yeah, I, was I, was I couldn't see the forest for the trees at all because I was so in the thick of it. And, I, and you know, as, as a Capricorn, I don't mean to make it a super, like, you know, uh, science. I know, bring in but the damn honestly, science. as a Capricorn, like, I believe in structure and everything in its place, right? And so when things are out of whack, mm -hmm. and I'm just, like, running and doing everything, and I'm just, and I'm just clouded by everything, and everything is just in my ear, in my, like, I see everything, and just, it's just too overwhelming, I can't handle it. I can't. Got it. It's chaotic. And it makes me automatically just be like, okay, okay. Why am I here? Am I am I working yeah. to survive? Who who told my parents that it was okay to fuck each other and like make me? Because I didn't sign up for this. I did not sign up. I had a whole conversation with my little sister about this, I, and we would joke about it. Literally joke about suicide. But we, I'd be like, listen, this is kind of ridiculous. Like it's unfucking fair, and like I kind of want to cuss daddy out. Like why did he feel like it was? <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, I didn't sign up for this. Maybe I wanted to be a bird. Maybe I wanted to be a bird. I'm weird. I'm weird. We all weird. Know it damn well. I got to pay bills. I got to pay bills. I got to try to survive this shit and figure out what my purpose is. This is good. I didn't sign up for it. It is unfair and selfish. And y'all don't even talk anymore. Y'all don't even talk anymore. I don't even talk. Y'all don't, don't like talk. each other anymore. How dare you, you selfish sons of bitches? I was so, I was so mad. I mean, going, that's my little sister. Be like, yeah, right. I'm like, what the fuck? 
Oh, man. Like, I didn't ask for this shit. You went to the you had the audacity to put me through it? You're going through it. I'm and weak. you're putting me through it? Let me tell you. Uh, my daddy, my daddy met up, came moved here like he was late thirties. So like recently, I asked him like, you know, I'm just curious, oh, do you have God. any other kids that we don't know about? Because like, he was he was thirty something, you know what I mean? He's like, not that I know of. I said, let me tell you something real quick. If any of your offsprings come by and say they want a piece oh, of that problem. will, hell no, because I had to deal with your ass for something years. I told my brother, I said, we ain't giving them shit. I'm so sorry. I'm. I had to deal with you and all your antics for all my life. So, I said, no. My, my hell dad is, no. is narcissistic as hell. And he, I literally had to set some serious boundaries with him recently. Had to cut him off cold turkey. But if I tell you what, if I'm not on that life insurance policy, you have a problem. It's called, you talk to the sister Listen, and just say, look. We already claim. Know. We yeah, we know how this gonna go, right? You got me, right? I right, bet. Um, cool. Done. It's that, deserve, that's it. Just, just, just don't piss like her off. Just if you yeah. are a parent. If you are a parent, if you don't have life insurance, you're a dick because you brought your kid into the no. You brought your kid into this world. To, to, Hold on. I'm gonna add. No, I'm gonna add to that. I'm gonna add to that. If you are a functioning adult, this your is ass fair. should have this is fair. But also, life insurance. I will not donate to nobody's GoFundMe account. I'm so sorry. We are at this age now. This is off topic a bit, but we're at this age now where everybody should have life insurance. I had it since I was 22. And people are like, why are you getting it so young? I drive. I'm, I'm an adult. World. Why would I want to leave anything to, to my I want to leave any responsibility to my family. Make it make sense. Why would I do that? And we got to get out of this mentality no, listen, of that shit. I'm just saying. And if you're choosing a partner and they don't got life insurance. How responsible are you, really? Question them on that. I'm just, yeah, because, like, God forbid, like, I anything gotta, were to happen. Go you want me to have. I got to go beg? Or and I gotta go take a loan off from the bank? Why should no, I have to do that? Pretty made. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. No, it is. That's still expensive. Money. It costs dinner. Cost. This is a fact. So and that's I told, I told people on my Facebook, I was like, listen. Yeah. And I and I was like, listen, if uh you post your GoFundMe and you know that there are all these life insurance brokers out here, i.e. me, I also help people do this nationwide. If you know that this happened and something happens to you or your family members and you post to go fund me, I will not be contributing. Do not ask. Do not ask. I'm going to be not, embarrassed I'm to you, actually. I'm going to post it. I'm so, so sorry, but I'm not. I already said it. I'm like, okay, I get it. It's an unfortunate loss, but why am I donating to somebody who's a, a family of like four? This don't make no sense it, to it me. It was so devastating. I don't get no that. Shit. No shit. Of course, any 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 of that shit is devastating. But really and truly, it's just a point of what I'm trying to say is like get your shit in order, get get your get your shit in order. But that let's let's we kind of talked about earlier before we got onto the the podcast, and I like to ask people this. Now I did a, a podcast with my partner last season. It was is the dating pool pissy? So 
is oh lord look at the facial expression as she drinking water oh lord here we go how is your dating pool looking now she said she had a dead body in hers beforehand that's before hilarious she... <laughs> Ew. i i cleared it up like but she had a dead body in it okay so how how is your dating pool looking does it have piss in it and if yes what steps have you taken to clear up the pissy pool externally and internally? Like partners you've decided to pick, what you shine away from. Because kind of like say what we said earlier, we're older now. So like we're not picking the same not going in circles anymore. partners we used to pick. No, we grown. So like, I'm curious, like how's your dating pool looking? <laughs> and have you cleared it so, up? So my dating pool used to be pretty bad. There, there was definitely some animals that passed away inside of that dating pool. Definitely roadkill. A little, little bit of sewage. Bro. Um, yeah. yeah. Like, 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 take your eyebrows and jump it. So, like, it was pretty bad, right? Now, I mean, so therapy contributed to this so much, right? Um, so I've gone out of my way to kind of take care of myself so radically and be so prepared to like not include anyone else in my story that I'm totally okay with being by myself. Mm. So because I can mm. take care of myself and be by myself and love myself and be just happy, it attracts the, the, the right type of people now. I There, there were people yes, that were coming 100%. in and trying to get in where they fit in type shit and you know some of them pass by because I, I'm thinking they were ready or whatever but a lot of them those are the tests to be honest with me. But no those were tests because when you I always say this when you start your like when you start realizing that and aligning yourself the universe will be like alright let's go let's go be like let's go check her real quick and they'll send those tests and they're like let's see how she responds it's so it is true. it's the truth though it, it's, really it's happened it to me happens and, it, and it pisses you off a little bit but it also like it, it is a test it, it makes you go out of your way to say i don't fucking deserve this and not only do i deserve this i deserve better and i'm a fucking good person yes and i don't have to deal with this i can deal with this shit like on my own like i literally could just not <laughs> and once you realize like how <laughs> how good you can do on your own after you make sure that you're, you know, you're stable after you make sure that you like yourself. Yeah. Cause you can love yourself all day, but do you like yourself? Yeah. Do you like yourself? Do you better? like yourself? Yeah. Right. Do you like, what are your hobbies? Yeah. Like, what are the things that make you happy? How, like, what do you do to actually take care of yourself to make sure that you feel good on a day to day basis? Once you, because that by itself is enough. All that filling your life up with you yeah. is a lot and enough. So, like adding another person into it, it's like I used to have this problem back in the day where I, I when I was dealing with this narcissist, where I was like, "Hey, I, I'm confused. Like, I I understand. Like, is it supposed to be like I give half and they give half, and then we come together and make a, each other whole?" And I was supposed to be yin and yang no, and then little did I know later on down the road after 
you know, going through strife and whatever the fuck, I'm like, oh, so I'm literally supposed to be 100 and they are supposed to be 100. And then we come together and, you know, sometimes we'll knock a little, you know, water off of the top of that, you know, that cup. You might pour a little bit over in that, but it's never going to be 60, 40 because that's a whole, that's a, that's a crock of shit. And like, it's never going to be 50, 50. It has to be you come with your 100. I come with my yeah. 100. And, and then we, we get together and make some shit happen, make some shit shake. And we have to be able to add to each other where we see fit, but also have each other's lives and be separate people. And that's so, so, so important. Yes. I didn't realize how important that was because I used to get so engulfed and so that's also the lesbian thing to be very honest though to be it's it's and i gosh i wish we could just stop doing that shit because it's not you don't know at all you don't know that until you live it. like you'd be until you live it yeah girl you need to love yourself and i'm like yeah that's cute i love myself what are you talking about no 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 you need to be involved in yourself yeah like really taking good fucking care of yourself in yourself yeah. only. You, and you, so much so that anything that anybody brings to you is extra. It's not you falling into them and like engulfing yourself in another human being because they're the best sliced fucking bread. Mm. It's great they can be that. I, I fucking I love you so much. This is, this is the, you're the best person I've ever met. I want to be with you for the rest of my life. But also, I've got my own shit. And I need to make sure I'm okay. Yeah. I think it's funny you say that shit because the two things that I learned um, being in a household of a parents that are actually about to hit the 40th anniversary this year in August um, was how much they have separate lives. This day they have separate lives, but when they come together, they come together. You know, my dad gives a hundred, my mom gives a hundred, you know, some days my mom only has 80 and my dad will say, all right, don't worry. I'll take care of it. I'll give you some of mine or we'll split it. We'll be at the same. Like I've seen it. I've just seen it. And both of them coming to this country as immigrants, like, you know, they really had to lean on each other 150%. So, you know, I get what you're saying. And I learned that myself when I realized how I wanted, because like how I said it was, I was open. I came out of a very long, lengthy relationship. And I was like, I'm going to open myself up to it when I was ready. Hmm. Like people are like, start dating. I'm like, no, because <laughs> it's the most disrespectful thing you could do is try to bring somebody shit into your own you're shit. Not you're not even... So I was like, uh, uh-uh, I'm not gonna do it. And too many people, too many people do that shit. They're like, yeah, I'm ready to. St-. No, you're not. No, the fuck, you're not. Take your time. It's cool. Don't worry about it. Because what is for you, and I say this, I said this to my best friend the other night. What is for you is for you. It'll never miss you. It will never miss you. Don't even worry about it. I told my face what I said was, nothing could ever miss me because what is for me will never miss me. So I'm never worried. And once you kind of like dig into yourself as all right this is what i want blah 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 it's like a human it's like a sunday i said you got everything you need all the layers all the the great toppings life's great this great and then you just need that one topping that you didn't even think of it could be a cherry could be sprinkles could be hot fudge i don't know that should be your partner that one little thing that you just didn't really you you know that it's gonna taste good on your sunday it's gonna make it feel real good but, but you're you okay with what you had like, already i'm good like this this is neapolitan this is exactly what I want. you're but good yeah sprinkles would be nice sprinkles would be nice that would be nice hot fudge would be nice you know what a little extra 
It's okay. Yeah. A little extra yeah. peanuts. Yeah. I don't know. Peanuts. Whatever. Exactly. And that's what I think people are, are forgetting to look at when they're trying to get into relationships. Unfortunately, yes, people rush into it. Uh, I myself did courting last year. It worked. It was well, you know, and I think, I think people should use it. Like it just takes What's a step called? back, especially with lesbians, y'all courting, you know, the old school courting where like you like, dating? you just kind of like get to know the person for six months. I did it for six months. Me and my partner did it for six months. So, you know, I know. Cause you know how like lesbians, oh. they hop in within like two weeks. Right? For what they say this by the I second date that you all is being picked up. Like I love you so much. I think I met you before. You move in together, you're like, fuck you, bitch. I don't want to be around you. Like, I'm just saying, like, I've seen, I've heard them stories. So we decided to take our time and it worked. I think everybody, not even just lesbians, everybody should do that shit. Just take a step back. If you're looking for, let's say, that partner that you want to really be with, do the work. Shit. No, like, don't rush that shit. Like, I, I, I would have to agree. Like, I, I feel like not just courting, but just establishing some type of friendship and just touching and just touching bases where you can. Like, I, I feel like that's super yeah. important. Like, I, I feel like the person, like my mate now, it is. like she, you know, she wanted to kind of get to know me a lot better, like long time ago but honestly i didn't give her the time of the day for like a long ass time because i was being like radically and very uh intentionally single for that summer and i was not playing around um and so i felt like the the more we started to like just communicate just easing into it slower and slower it made a difference because when you engulf yourself with just you and then the topping is available you can do a little topping I like extra sprinkles, you know what I'm saying? Like, but I also like, so I like the little extra sprinkles. Who this person is, like, what kind of yes. relationship are you yes. going to have? What kind of person you are when I'm going through some shit? You know, yep. so I feel like that's really important yep. to build into a relationship. It's hard to do that as a lesbian because let me tell 100%. you, hundred percent, feelings, honey. Look, I. I just wish that we, in the, as a community, we would slow down just to kind of like embrace the person because you may find out they could just oh, be your yeah, friend. Yeah. They don't need to be yeah. <laughs> anything. Yeah, they could just honestly become one of your yeah. peoples, and I've there's nothing wrong like with that. that. I've had I've friends had are good. Like that, where you know, we were you know yeah, they interested well. in me, or I was interested in them, and then we just kind of hey, this this ain't this ain't cracking up. <laughs> We, we should be friends. Yeah, we should be like just people. Yeah, yeah, we should be people. And it, it, yeah. it just works out better that way. But then, like sometimes it's hard to do that when when some people out here are just kind of playing games, and they don't want to. They just want to lead you on or something, make you catch feelings, and then like, oh, just kidding. What is what is all these? Y'all backhand the person if they ever did that to me, like straight backhand. Like you catching you catching fades. You catch your fades. Now, I ask everyone this question. <laughs> go straight, like, look. Um, what makes you feel dope? Like, what is the best version of yourself? What makes Crystal feel dope? Mm. I feel dope when I am able to connect like-minded individuals. I feel like I am... 
I, I, I don't network that much for myself, but I've, I've always been a type of person that I meet somebody and then I meet another person and I connect them. And then they're like, oh my God, yeah. I, this is this is the best idea. Oh my God, thank you so much, Crystal, for introducing me. This person did this, 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 this. Like, I feel really dope when I'm able to connect people and make them the best of friends or the best resources for each other. Like, I feel like that makes me feel really dope. It makes me feel very uh, valuable. So uh, that's, so I feel dope when I do that. Um, I also feel really dope when I paint. That, oh okay. Because I, I I That's don't cool. think that I can draw, but like my grandmother, she used to doodle all the time when I was little, and I didn't think anything of it really when I was little. But I got older, and I was like, Grandma used to really draw her ass off those pages, like red little somethings, and I used to like really think about that and like get into that and golf myself into it, and then I just randomly started doing it myself. And I'm like, I, I feel like my grandma's essence when whenever I start to do that, uh, and then she's with you. Yeah. Her, and so when I it makes me feel like I'm really dope, but I can't connect to her that way. So yeah. That's dope. That's your goal. Look, I can't, I can't draw like, I or paint or any of that. Let me just it's leave that. Weird. Down. My, my nephew is like, pff, that boy could do it, but I cannot. You'd be, you'd be so I'm going to leave that to him. Things you just look up or do uh, something and you think it looks cute and you try it and trace it. And it's me looking at my plant trying to see well, like, could I do it? You can do it. Yeah, you got to find something that is cute it's, that you like. I'm going to do it and send it to you. Be like, do you see what I'm talking about? Oh, this no, looks bootleg. Oh, no. So damn bootleg. <laughs> Y'all not going to talk about me it's yeah, a plant. I know I'm gonna mess it up. <laughs> but thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Like, can I be back? You know, can I can't, can't you come back? Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. Maybe next time we do it, you're gonna be like, I don't know, Vietnam, uh, hey, or Colombia. You know what I'm saying? We have to wait and see. All right, y'all, thank you so much for again for tuning into another Dope Life podcast. Go ahead and hit that subscribe button. Again, I'm your host, Coach AJ. Walk with peace.